Hello, and welcome to A Burst of Hope, five minutes of inspiration from Pastor Rick Holm, encouraging you to always hope. Well, good morning, friends, and welcome to another segment of Burst of Hope. I know this is taking us maybe a little while longer than you thought, but there's so much information here that we find in Luke chapter 8 that it's going to take us several more weeks to finish this particular study. But this is part four. And here's a news flash for you. It's not only the weak, the sick, the infirm, and those who are in bondage, bondage that need his touch. No, it's also those who think that they are valiant, those who think that they are strong and, and don't need God. We all, we all need a touch from him. Without his touch, where would we be? I mean, Jacob was touched by God. He wrestled. He literally wrestled with God. Hallelujah. Moses was touched by God, and it changed him. Throughout the Old Testament, we have many examples of men and women who were touched by God. When you turn to the pages of the New Testament, the same thing is taking place. For Jesus is the eternal Word of God that became flesh. He became flesh so he could touch us, God touching us in person. He appeared as a newborn babe. Yes, he was touched by his mother. I probably think that Jesus wrestled with his brothers and many times he won. Many times I think that he faked losing. I, I just see him being the older brother because he was. You see, God desires to touch all men. He was the Word of God that became flesh so that he could touch humanity. He touched the lepers. He touched the social outcasts. He even touched those on the fringes of society, those who nobody wanted, the gypsies in a sense of his day and time. Did he not rescue a young lady from, from those who accused her? She wasn't guilty. She was set up of adultery. She was about to be stoned, and Jesus touched them all, either by his words or by his deeds. And when it was time for him to ascend into heaven, he promised that he would send to you and I the Holy Spirit so he could continue to touch us, to remind us. Notice what it says in John fourteen twenty six. But the help of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you, teach you all things, and bring into your remembrance all things, that I said to you, have you not been at times lost for things and then all of a sudden the scripture comes to your mind to encourage you? In the book of Acts, that wonderful book that reminds us now the Holy Spirit came and is present amongst the people of God and did this awesome work. He was poured out. The people touched by God began to speak in other tongues and they began to prophesy. But that's a whole lesson, series of lessons for another day. And I just want you to know where the presence of the Lord is, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there, there's a predominant evidence of His presence that He is there. All the people ever touched by God were empowered by God. And they turned their world, their world, upside down. Our world is turned upside down because we have become so reliant on the wisdom of man and we have forsaken the wisdom of God. You see, nobody had to convince the people touched by God that they were touched by God, that God is real. He is real. 
They knew that he was real. Their hearts were touched. Their minds, oh yes, their minds were touched. They reasoned and they came to the conclusion, this is truly the Son of God. Who does what he does? Who says what he says? Who was like him? But now let me turn your attention back into Acts chap Luke, Luke chapter 8, excuse me, verse 42. Here's what it says. But as he went, the multitudes thronged him. According to our etiquette today, that's a little different. But there were many, many, many people around him. What a reputation Jesus had. The children touched him. People grabbed the sleeves of his garment. He was thronged. He was crowded. Here's what the scripture says. Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years, who had spent all of her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any. Mark 5:26. the second portion of the verse says this, she had spent all that she had and she was no better but grew worse. Let me ask you a question. Have you been to that place? Are you in that place right now? Having tried everything that there is to try for the last two, almost three years now, my wife has been struggling with an illness brought on by overuse of medications prescribed. It has thrown her body into, into shock. This is, there's a whole turmoil that's going on inside of her. It's like a storm, the perfect storm. The waves are so high, the, the turmoil, the trouble is so great. But I want you to understand that God has been faithful day by day, step by step. We're making little progress. We now have found out what is causing all of this, all of this disarray. And we're beginning to take steps to repair it. But it does take time. Let me share this with you. She struggled for 12 years. There's a moment in time when you come near to God and God comes near to you. Let me share with you. Reach out to him. Touch him. Be aware of his presence and just reach out. Have confidence in the presence of God. Things may not always work out the way that we think, but he will guide us. He will direct us. He will share with us. Many of God's saints today go through things. And sometimes we wonder why. And why is a hard question to answer. Martin Lloyd-Jones once told his friend, don't ask God why. But let me share with you, in our whys, he is still there. He is present. The woman had great need. All of her money was gone. For 12 years she had suffered her own pandemic. Now the Old Testament was very clear. It said anyone with an issue like that was not to be in social contact with anyone, was not to be even outside a building, not around anyone. There was a certain distance that people had to keep with an issue. Leviticus 15.25 tells us if she was present where people were, she could have been stoned. This woman was alone, friends, alone, alone. But God, God sees those who are alone. Like blind Bartimaeus, she heard of Jesus. Who told her? I don't know, but she heard somewhere somebody told her. How important is it that we are willing to share with others what we have learned about Jesus? Mark 5.27 has a very simple phrase, but it says this, When she heard about Jesus, isn't that wonderful? Someone told her, Whatever she heard convinced her that this is the man that can heal me. For a moment she kept her distance. She falsely thought that Jesus was going to be repulsed by her condition that he would turn her into the priest and she would be stoned. Her shame covered her. 
she felt too, too ashamed to stand before Jesus and the multitudes that thronged him. Here is a very, very profound truth, a simple truth, but yet profound. God is not ashamed of us. He's not ashamed of our problems, nor is he afraid or ashamed of our issues. You see, he is present all the time. Are you willing to go where he is? Just some food for thought for today. God bless you, friends. I wish you a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to A Burst of Hope. For more information about Hope Assembly of God, go to www.godgivesyouhope.com or download our app on the App Store.